Monday evening to you. Welcome to Diamond Niners Weekly for week seven of the 2023 season. I am Nick, joined as always by Kevin. What's up, Diner Nation? Producer Brad, making it all work. Hey, hey. And special guest tonight, the one, the only, the pitching coordinator for the Charlotte 49ers, Coach Michael O. What's up, everyone? Or as we are fond of calling him, Coach O. <laughs> Go Niners. Go Niners. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What is up, Coach O, man? It is it's so good to have you on. Appreciate you making some time for us. Uh, we got a lot of cool baseball to talk to uh, everybody about this week. But, man, we got to start. We got to start with you, man, because you've been on this show before. Uh, but last time we talked to you on here, you were pitching for the Niners. Now you're in the now you're in the dugout. You're 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 uh, coaching first base. You're working with pitchers. What's what's up with that, man? Uh, man, it's been crazy. It's uh, it's pretty cool. Obviously, like you know, I played with a good amount of the guys on the team right now that I'm you know coaching, um, and, and obviously played for the coaching staff last year, and now I get to coach with them, you know, hang out with them, and learn from them like every day. Um, and so it's been a really cool transition. Um, it happened really fast, obviously, kind of just how it transpired from, you know, kind of summer going into fall. But, you know, it was as smooth as it could be. And um, you know, I'm just really happy to be here. Is there some kind of secret handshake that they taught you once, you know, once you became one of them? Is there like a secret something? Uh, no. And if there is, they haven't told me yet. So I guess I, <laughs> I guess I need to get a year in or something. <laughs> Maybe Kevin. I think that Kevin. I feel like there probably is a secret handshake. They're just holding out on him. Uh, I don't know with that group. I don't know. I don't know if they got <laughs> anything anything cool like that. But um, coach, you said it, it did happen fast. Yeah, this summer uh, you were out pitching in uh, what's state college um, in, yeah. the, uh, in the in uh, the was a prospect league run by uh, ML- draft league. run by draft the MLB run, draft league. Yeah. Yeah. Run by MLB. Yes. Tell us a little bit about that experience um, before we get into um, the Niners here. Man, that was awesome. Um, you know, I think coach big helped a ton with uh, getting, you know, the seniors without much, without any eligibility left. So it was me, uh, Will Lancaster and Josh Madol. Um Yeah. And we were, we got assigned to uh, state college. Um, I really had no idea what to expect. Um, it was, but it was like one of the best experiences I had playing baseball, to be honest. Like it was just super relaxed. Competition was pretty good. Like we were traveling. It was kind of chaotic. It kind of reminded me of junior college, to be honest. Um, but no, it was a great time. And um, our host fam and everything was like, couldn't have asked for a better setup and got to hang out with my best friend. So it was awesome. Pretty cool. So uh, now that now that you've transitioned onto staff, uh, pitching coordinator, how how would you how would you define your role for us? Um, I would say just like it's a lot of collaboration between Coach Witter and I. Um, like we'll kind of just go over like I guess like the macro of like what we want to accomplish with each guy on staff, and then in terms of like the day to day and building the throwing programs and stuff like that, he kind of just like hands it off to me. Um, 
you know, which was interesting at first. I, I didn't expect to have this much, you know, freedom um, right away. Uh, but he he really trusted me and just allowed me to have, you know, my say and um, was very open minded. And, you know, we kind of just made a plan and each guy had something that we wanted to work on them. Um, and we just kind of took it day by day. Um, yeah, and it's been awesome. So I, we, we've noticed you're also coaching some first base over there. How, how, how do you feel like that's going? Is that, is that something you're enjoying or that's just other duties as a sign? Um, that's probably been like the most surprising uh, thing, I guess, all year. Like it's been so much fun, like being just a part of the game, you know, um, so frequently, especially when we're hitting, like you just see Camp Fisher hit 13 home runs, like on the field, you know, um, just trying my best not to like mess anybody up also, you know, just like whatever <clears throat> Coach Bick, Coach Wood are telling me to say to them, like, I'm going to say it, <laughs> encourage them. And then like, <laughs> make sure I don't say anything stupid, I guess. Well, I don't think, I don't think we had anybody picked off right at first base. So I think you're doing pretty good, right? Yeah. I think uh, so far so good. Knock on wood. Knock on some wood. Yeah. Um, any, any, I am coaching first base for my son's team. Um, any, any, pointers for me to to look for out there as a, as a first base coach uh if you're playing on turf and it has rained earlier that day tell them to slide early and hold on to the bag okay that's uh yeah something i learned one lesson year. one lesson learned all right all right hey can i can i give you one piece of advice coach o I, I feel like you're doing a great job handling our runners, um, but I'm going to need to add some some duties to uh, your uh, your responsibilities over there. Um, I'm going to need you to make sure that the umpires are out of the way. Can can you do that? Yeah. <laughs> and oh, hey, make sure actually, paying attention. I'll try my best next time for sure. I've actually that was insane. I've never seen anything like that before. Uh, <laughs> It is what it is, you know, like you can't, you can't do anything about it. But that was just like, I mean, looking back at it now, it's like pretty funny. But like in the moment, I was like, are you serious, dude? Like, what are you doing? Uh, the, for those of you that, that missed it, uh, the, the Sunday game, um, Austin Knight legged out. Uh, he was legging out what ultimately was ruled as reaching on air. But the ball, the ball got away um, from the, the first baseman and wound up over by the fence. And he rounded first, um, headed for second and promptly ran right into first base umpire um pretty good form tackle by blue um but honestly I, and you're a lot you were a lot closer to it than i was mike but i think he was stunned because <laughs> austin austin hit him with a pretty good head of steam um and and ultimately the, the crazy part the crazy part was Austin ended up being called out because he couldn't get back to first base quickly enough after after running over the first base umpire, I mean, what, what are you what are you thinking while this is going on? This is basically all happening at your feet. <laughs> I mean, I I might need like a checkup on the rules or something. Um, but I just remember seeing the ball get by, and I'm telling maybe it's on me. I'm telling Austin like go to, and then next thing I know, like him and the umpire are both on the ground. I'm like, what the hell happened? <laughs> and then I guess he ran into him. I didn't even see him like collide. And then the umpire was like, "Well, there's no such thing as umpires interference." And I was like, "Well, there should be, because um, somebody's yeah. in the way." 
So that was so what, that was an interesting interesting thing, I guess. So what I'm hearing is I need as a, as a first base coach for my son's team, I need to uh, take into account where the umpire is standing before I send someone <laughs> to second base. Is that what I'm hearing? Uh, yeah. <laughs> or, or just tell the umpire where to stand, Kevin. <laughs> tell him to get out of your way. <laughs> oh my gosh! All right. Well, I tell you what. We'll <laughs> we'll we'll come back to to Sunday's game. I, I promise you, we're going to talk about yesterday's game. But let's let's get into talking about some baseball this week uh, because I, for some reason, I feel like as pitching coordinator, you're going to have a lot to say about. Uh, about the, the pitching performances we saw this week from the Niners. Um, let's let's go back to to last Tuesday night. The Niners take on uh, the the ranked the various ranked South Carolina Gamecocks at at uh, at Truist Field, in Uptown Charlotte. Um, great night at the ballpark. The weather ended up being much better than uh, I was was thinking it was going to be initially. But what we saw uh, on the pitching front. Cocho is uh, a heck of a start from Colin Kramer. Five innings, uh, zero earned runs, scattered two hits, eight strikeouts against five walks. Heck of a start from Kramer. Um, and the Niners offense had a big third inning, um, including uh, Cam Fisher. Um, well, Cam hit a ball so hard that he hit the foul pole and he broke the ad, the Chick-fil-A ad, on the, on the foul pole. Um, in the end, Niners get the victory six to two. Um, I mean, you can't ask for a better night than that, Coach. It's it's a an SEC win, a ranked win, in the best uh, in in the best uh, AAA ballpark in America. Yeah, that was a. Uh, I mean, if you want to talk about, I guess like one of the perks about being the first base coach is like you get to see like stuff like that from like that perspective, like seeing like Cam Fisher's home run. Like from that angle, like during that game against that opponent, like it was like probably one of the coolest things I've experienced so far, like as a coach, um, you know, let alone Colin just like carving for five innings straight. Um, and, you know, like he's battle tested, like he's, he's been through the ringer of it all. Like he has experience, like he has great stuff and like he works really hard. And like, that was like, kind of like, I feel like his like moment this year so far where like, he's like, yeah, like I'm, I am this good, you know, like this is what I'm capable of. Um, I think everybody on the team knew it too. And like, you know, him starting, like it gave, it gave a lot of confidence to just the entire team um, that we were just able to kind of just go in and go, you know, toe to toe with one of the best teams in the country. Um, it kind of just shown that like, we're right there with them. Um, obviously like, just the whole atmosphere, the crowd, like everything really about that night was just like awesome. Like, that was uh, that was probably the coolest experience I've had as a coach so far, you know, in the you know three months that I've been on in season. Uh, of the twenty three games that you've coached, this was your favorite. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> Um, not only were they a top-ranked team, they're they're one of the best offenses in the, in the country. Uh, I think they mm -hmm. came into the game leading the country in homers, leading the country in runs scored, and um, Kramer just went out there and shut them out for five innings. Um, mm -hmm. We ended up giving up what two earned runs as uh, Donya gave one up and, and Spoyle gave up one. Um, can't ask for more of that more than that from a, a pitching staff uh, giving up two earned runs to one of the nation's uh, most potent offenses. 
Talk a little bit about the pitching staff performance as a whole in that game. Yeah, I think it was um, – it was like – if I could like – I guess describe it in one word, it was kind of just like fearless. Like every single person just like – they didn't really care who was in the other dugout. Like they just like wanted to prove themselves almost. Like this is how good I can be. Um, and they showed it. Like every single person that went out there, you know, Colin, Donnie, and then uh, Andrew. Um and like we knew they would perform too. Like we had like the most trust in them. I think everybody on the team did as well. And so like to kind of see their confidence and like all the preparation they had, like leading up to like that game and those moments or whatever it may be, like that was really cool, like on the coaching side to see like their hard work like pay off. You know, granted it was just one game, but you know, it was pretty special to see and I think we're gonna see more success out of them like later on in the season for sure. Yeah, really, really well-rounded game from the staff. Um, Blake Jackson also had two hits and a ribby. Jack Dragum had two hits and a ribby. Austin Knight had a pair of hits. Spencer Nolan had RBI. Hop had a pair of hits. So you got a lot of production from a lot of guys on both uh, both sides of things. And um, ultimately, great night in Uptown. Uh, we had a lot of fun uh, sitting behind the dugout. And um, – from from what I'm told, and I've I've heard rumors of of maybe some video floating around out there, but um, sounds like you guys, um, including Coach Woodard, had quite a celebration in the locker room there um, after the game. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe eventually video will surface of of some things that happened. I don't know. We'll see. Right? Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. That was, uh... <laughs> I, I've heard rumors. That's all I'm saying. I've heard rumors. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's it was a good night. Um, I think I think we all, um, you know, it, it felt like the team needed that right then because uh, the you guys have the guys have been doing the right things, preparing the right way, um, and it was just a matter of time before all that came together. Um, you've had some games where where you pitched but maybe didn't hit, and you hit didn't pitch, but. Tuesday night, it all came together. And, um, I mean, hey, when you beat uh, – I, I guess we can go with, I guess, at least one outlet had them ranked fourth. I saw – I think they're ranked more accurately 11th or so. But top 15 win either way. Um, you can't right. complain about that. That's that's awesome. So then um, headed back to the Hayes for the weekend, um, second weekend of Conference USA play. Um Coach O, it didn't get didn't get any easier playing uh, playing an SEC opponent on uh, Tuesday, but then uh, coming home to host a brand new member of Conference USA in Dallas Baptist, and we talked to Coach Bick um, about Dallas Baptist, and and I think his quote was something like, "If you don't know about if if you don't know about Dallas Baptist as a college baseball program, you've been living under a rock or something." Um, and we got a good look at them uh, this weekend, and uh, particularly from a pitching perspective, um, you know they were as advertised. They they had uh, they had dudes. Oh yeah, oh yeah, um, yeah. I mean, Coach Vick is definitely right about that. I mean, Dallas Baptist and Coach Hefner's club, and you know, I I always knew them for what they did on the pitching side. Um, you know, I went to Texas Baseball Ranch in 2014, 2015, and this is when mm -hmm. uh, Wes Johnson, who's the pitching coach for LSU, he was 
uh, the pitching coach of Dallas Baptist. And he was also, you know, um, someone who would help train the guys and just like give advice and, you know, whatnot at Texas Baseball Ranch that summer. And so like, that's how I kind of got introduced to like new school of baseball and kind of connected the dots of like, oh, like this is how they train there um, with Wes. Um, and so, you know, like I've kind of known of their program for a while. Um, you know, they obviously do good stuff. They're like a very good program, you know, year in, year out, like just incredibly consistent. Um, and so, yeah, like we knew we were, we were up for a challenge and, um, you know, obviously, um, they're known for their arms. Um, Ryan Johnson, like had an incredible Friday night, like, you know, he's just like really impressive pitcher, uh, good stuff. And, you know, attacked with a lot of strikes and like never really let up. Um, and so, yeah, like it's, uh, we knew what we were getting ourselves into. Um, and you know, but we were ready. We were ready. Obviously, not the outcome that we wanted, but you know, I think it kind of showed like it kind of showed the toughness of our team. But also, like we know that the outcomes could have been very different um, within maybe you know a few pitches or a few plays or whatever it may have been. Like we were right there with them, um, and you know, I think that says something about our program, but you know, don't want to discredit like how, you know, good that program is and, you know, mm -hmm. how consistent they are really every year. And Wyatt, Wyatt uh, threw well for Friday night. I think it was his third uh, quality start, uh, second in a row. Uh, allowed two earned runs over seven innings. I think he was up to 103 pitches. Uh, looked really good again. Um, it's the first time I've seen him since at home since his, uh, record-breaking performance, but he got nine Ks on the day. Mm -hmm. um, just had one mishap in the field. It kind of cost us a little bit, but uh, I thought he pitched well overall. Um, but, yeah, just Ryan Johnson was – was was um, after he gave up the two-run homer to Cam, um, I think he they said he retired 20 straight batters. Uh, just couldn't get couldn't get the, the timely hits um, off him late in the game. But, um, yeah, close game, kind of a pitcher's duel uh, all night Friday night. And um, – yeah, the Niners fell on the, on the short end of it, but it was a it was a uh, a good a good baseball game to watch, and um, certainly good on the pitching side. Looked like. Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, you know, it's kind of like it's just like baseball. <laughs> like there's just ebbs and flows. Like, and you know, it's not. I guess it's not like our job to be like too reactionary to things and kind of just like mm -hmm. help the guys, you know, get better and figure out ways they can improve. Um, and, you know, it's really good to see, like, just from the pitching side, like, the guys, like, taking the steps, you know, taking their strides and also, like, gaining confidence and, like, realizing, like, hey, like, I am, like, this good. You know, like, I am capable of this. Um, and, you know, it spreads. It really spreads throughout the entire pitching staff. And, like, you know, I think we kind of got that swagger now, like, the confidence and – you know, we have the work ethic to back it up also. Um, and that's really cool on my end too, just like seeing that and, you know, just like helping in whatever way I can with these guys. Like they're, you know, they're ready and like our best pitching, our best baseball, like hasn't even happened yet, um, um, which is pretty cool. My, my comment coming off Friday night, um, talking to people, you know, it's just like, you know, sometimes you just get beat. 
And, and, and that's what happened. It's not like, you know, I don't feel like really we played, um, played poorly at all at any particular time this weekend. Um, but, um, I mean, sometimes you just got to tip your cap. I mean, Ryan Johnson, as you said, I mean, just tip your cap. I mean, that's what else, what else can you do? Uh, why it held his own again. Um, it didn't work out, but, um, you know, I, I mean, that's, as you said, that's just baseball. Um, you mentioned you brought up having the chance to be on the field for some of these things that happened. So uh, that that ball that Cam hit on Friday night that that was over the scoreboard, right? I mean that that thing was it it may not have landed yet. I'm not really sure. <laughs> yeah, I'd be surprised if it did. Honestly, that was uh, that was absolutely crushed. That was insane. Like it was kind of one of those things where you kind of just watch it happen. Like I don't even know why I turned my head. You know, I think I just wanted to see where it landed. <laughs> Like I knew it was a home run yeah. right when he hit it, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was he's. I mean, he's something special. Like he's, yeah, works his tail off. Like probably like the best teammate, you know, and just like the best dude. And so like to see like his success and like see it on the field as a first base coach, it's pretty sweet. You know, so um, that's been pretty awesome. Yeah, he's tied for third in the country right now. Thirteen homers. That's very impressive. Um, so yeah, uh, having a great year, having a great year on the at, in the batter's box and, and and holding his own defensively out there as well. Um, great to see the hard work come to fruition for Cam um, this short, this so far this season. Yeah. Now Saturday, coach had to be right up your alley uh, as a pitching guy because on both sides again. Um, you know, the, the, the best way I, I think to describe Saturday's game uh, at the Hayes was um, they, they got to us in one inning and we got to them in one inning. And other than that, there's there's 16 zeros on the board and um, their inning that they got to us just happened to be a little bit better than the one where we got to them. And uh, they got four. We got two. And um Cam hit another another home run, which may yeah. the, the, that one that one may have been more impressive than the one over the scoreboard because he hit it dead into the wind straight out the center. Yeah, um, he's just it looks like a looks like a, the, the baseball must look like a beach ball to him right now. But um, the the pitching we gave up the, the Niners gave up we you know, four runs in the first inning, but after that we gave up one hit. Um, yeah, uh, unbelievable. I mean, it, it, when you get when you got to the the second inning on um, the pitching performance, uh, Sam started the game, settled down, um, and and gave you gave you uh, gave you another inning plus, um, and then Andrew Spoliar went five five point one of just, <laughs> I mean, one five five point one innings of one hit baseball, and then Evan Michelson um, gave you gave give you one uh, no hit inning. Um, incredible performance uh, on the mound really um and you got a little bit of offense and it's just again kind of what i said about friday you just got you know sometimes you just get beat and that's kind of what happened again yeah no absolutely i mean even on the offensive side like yeah like fisher's home run if you look at how the win was playing like that was incredibly impressive but also like the amount of hard hit balls from blake caden you know, you name it, that just kind of like died off <laughs> um, and, yeah. you know, went right to a guy. Um, like we weren't, we were never like, 
you know, out of the game or whatever. Like we were just like, we were squaring up baseballs that were not falling. Um, and again, that's just like part of the game, you know, that's going to happen. Um, and yeah, on terms of pitching side, like, I don't think I could have, you know, you could have asked for really anything better in terms of just like grit and, and competitiveness, like Andrew Spolier, I mean, he threw 40 pitches on Tuesday against South Carolina, got the save. Um, comes back and throws 80, you know, Saturday against Dallas yeah. Baptist, gets a really good lineup and just goes, you know, one hit. Like, that's, I mean, like, he's he's got it in him, you know, and it's, it's really cool to see. And, you know, even Sam, too, like, it was like, yeah, like, he had, you know, first, like, what, the – first third of the first inning like it was tough but after that like he rolled um and he was normal sam conti and he was dicing and he was attacking guys with his best stuff um and then evan michelson obviously you know he's been he's been really important for us in the bullpen he just came in and did his thing also um and so you know regardless of outcome like it's important to see just like you know process wise like are our guys getting better? Are they still competing? Like, is their stuff, mm-hmm. you know, staying the same, if not better? And um, are they making the most out of their outings? And, you know, I think you could check all the boxes for that. Um, and so, you know, losing is never fun. And obviously it's probably the most important thing in season. Um, but in terms of like, what we control, what we can't control on the process side, um, you know, we took really big strides this weekend. Um, so it's something to be, you know, excited about and optimistic for looking forward for sure. Coach, you talked about Spoyard, um, Tuesday night. He had, he was one strike away three or four different times. It seemed like in the last inning mm-hmm. and he, he, he gutted it out and, and got that final out and you could tell the confidence the staff had with him, um, let him out there, let him, let him finish that out. Cause he, he was so close several times and he finally got the nail in the coffin on South Carolina with the, the tying run on, on at the plate. And then he comes back and has a, a one-hit performance um, on Saturday. Talk a little bit about him on a, on a day-to-day basis with his pitching staff. Um, kind of what, what's he like day-to-day uh, working with? He's like, I mean, the most consistent, like, self-sufficient dude, like, ever. <laughs> like, honestly. Like, I would, like, I was, like, I always joke around with him. Like, dude, like, I would trust you, like, with all the money I have. <laughs> like I just feel like you would know what to do with it and you would be the smartest about it. Um that's just like who he is. Like every day, like he's the same person, goes about his business like a professional, like I mean, doesn't complain, works his butt off, like is just like just day to day just shows up and does what he needs to do. And like in all honesty, like doesn't need much coaching you know like i don't need to step in or whatever like he just like he's like i got it you know and he just does it and he goes about his business the way he he feel like he needs to and it's obviously working out um and it's cool because like i think you know he's just an example of like somebody that other guys on the staff you know they look up to and they they admire about him um because he's not like anything you know flashy doesn't try to do anything like too much or whatever. He just goes out and does his job and he does it consistently. Um, and that's, you know, you can't really put a, a value on that. It's just like so important to have. 
Um, so, you know, we're really lucky to have him. That's for sure. Is he an investments guy too? Maybe we need to get him on here and get, give us some advice or something. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, he might be, he, uh, he probably has like a well diversified portfolio, you know, if I had to guess, uh, <laughs> Hey, um, I, I mean, yeah. we'll talk about anything on this show. You know that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I mean, well, I mean, we're talking talking about cards with with um, uh, Colby and Matt, and I mean, we'll talk about about anything. So, you know, to your point though about the games, you know, winning you know, winning is the goal, and and losing is never fun, um, and I, you know come Saturday night, you know, is um, kind of, you know, at home, just kind of, you know, kind of winding down a little bit. And it's like, man, really bummed, you know, um, went back and started looking at box scores just to kind of review and process everything that happened. And, you know, I, in a weird way, I, I maybe to your point here about the performances kind of started feeling a little better about it because I, I think you, what you, the word, the term you use, we made some strides um, and we did. Uh, because we know how good Dallas Baptist is, and they showed us how good they are. Um, but if and and what I said to Kevin, um, talking to him on the phone later was, if if you take if you, this whole weekend, which we'll talk about Sunday in a minute, obviously, but uh, if if you take our performance from this weekend, this whole week, really, these four games this week, and graph that onto the rest of the season, uh, forwards or backwards, honestly, you're going to win a lot of games. Um, because because we played we played at a high level for four games this this week and if you replicate that a lot you're gonna you're gonna win more than you lose. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and again, like yeah, it's something to be optimistic about. Like we the outcome might not be you know what we have wanted it to be, but like in terms of right. just like improvement, you see it, and you know that's like really exciting because you know this is the time to be you know, if not like going towards like at where you're supposed to be. Um, and we're on track for that. Um, and so, you know, again, like, I guess controlling what you can control, like just improving, you know, outing from outing and like week from week as a staff, like we've shown that and we've done that. Um, it's exciting because, you know, these guys, like they've earned it. Like they've worked so hard to make it happen. And, like they knew they were better than what they were performing at. Um, and, you know, now it's just like time to show it. And, you know, every single week they're just getting better. Um, and I don't think it could be happening at a better time than right now, you know, starting a conference play and all that stuff. So, um, yeah, like really just like looking forward to like the rest of the year and, you know, feeling good about it and just, you know, whatever I can do to help them, you know, I will. Well, let's turn the page and talk about Sunday because uh, wins are so much more fun to talk about anyway. But um, talking about controlling, um, when, when you talk about controlling what you can control, um, Cam Hansen comes to mind um, mm -hmm. because all Cam Hansen controlled on Sunday was the game. Um, eight innings, two hits, one earned run, eight strikeouts against two walks. Um Cam Hansen's had some some good performances here, including last Sunday. But um, Sunday might be my favorite performance of Cam Hansen's. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like that dude. I mean, same with you know, if you want to say same with like Andrew, like just like in terms of consistent work and just like showing up, like 
I mean, if you want to talk about last year, like he knew that he was better than what he showed last year. And like the amount of like dedication and effort he put into all summer, all fall, all preseason to like be where he is right now. Like it's like no surprise to me or our coaching staff or really his teammates, honestly. Um, like you just see like the work that he's put in consistently to get where he is. Um, and let alone, not just that, like the confidence that he has on the mound too. You know, like he, he knows he works hard. He knows his stuff is good. Like he knows like nothing's really going to rattle him. And so like, he just went out there with like a bulldog mentality and he just did his thing. Um, you know, not just against the batters, but controlling the running game, controlling, you know, really the momentum of the game. Like it was like in his hands the entire time. And like, he did not let go of it. Um, yeah. And that was probably one of the coolest like pitching performances I've seen, like, Granted, like I knew him as, you know, a teammate last year. And so, you know, I know how hard he works and how much he cares. And so like to see that, see that performance against, you know, a Dallas Baptist lineup, like that was pretty awesome. Right. And it's, and to do it two weeks in a row, um, getting really consistent with it. Um, great to see those performances at a cam. Um, said last year sometimes he had kind of rough patch last year a little bit but um he's been really consistent this year and, and has come up big for us and, and last week we we needed that to to win the series we needed a great pitching performance we got it and then this week we needed to, to get one um and and we gave him the ball and he got us one uh when we desperately needed um this weekend so great to see that from cam uh looking forward to seeing next week um taking the show on the road again yeah, yeah, it's gonna be fun. My favorite part about the offensive side of yesterday's game is that uh, I mean, everybody's used to this team's ability to score runs, um, and and we've we've proven it over and over again. We can score runs, and um, that conversation always includes we we love talking about the the things that Cam Fisher does uh, with 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 the bat, um, but really cool thing about yesterday's eight runs is we only had one extra base hit and it was, it was a double from Caden Hobson. Um, other than that, we, we've scored eight runs um, basically just by taking the, the balls that you talked about earlier that, that kept falling into their gloves. Just they didn't yesterday. They found grass and um, we, we, we found those, we we got the singles that we needed. Uh, we actually had, uh, had 10 walks on top of that. So we had a lot of base runners yesterday, 10 walks combined with some timely singles, some, uh, you know, some timely hitting. And we put eight runs together to their, to their one. Um, that's, that's encouraging from an offensive standpoint as well. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, if you want to talk about just like, the discipline and like the understanding of the zone that our batters have, like, it's like, it's really impressive. Um, you can, I know you could talk about camp Fisher for days, but like, I mean, he got intentionally mm -hmm. walked twice. So, you know, the runs had to come from somewhere. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I think it kind of just highlighted like our offense's ability to just create runs, you know, get batters on, get batters on base and then just create runs like run creation. You know, it's like a, it's like an art in a way. And, you know, our offense is really good at that. Um, and obviously that's a credit to, you know, Phil and Toby um, and Coach Woodard and just like, 
them understanding each guy's strength, how they set up the lineup, like, and our guy's ability alone. Like, it's, um, it's cool to see. Like, it's just, it's kind of just like good baseball, you know, like, if you want to talk about walks or, um, you know, maybe a flare that uh, just out of reach of a guy's glove, whatever it may be, like, you know, the best baseball teams, like, they take what the game gives you. Um, and I think we did, we were the best at that, you know, yesterday. Um, and we came out on top, you know, obviously on top of a good pitching performance as well. And, you know, I, I hate to invoke uh, soccer on this show at all, but, you know, in soccer, they do aggregate, you know, and, and if you add up the aggregate for the weekend, we took that. <laughs> <laughs> That's all that counts. Man, right? I don't know anything about soccer, but uh <laughs> <laughs> neither do we. <laughs> neither do we. But I, I'm told it's a thing. <laughs> well, yeah, twelve to eleven. We, we we scored twelve, they scored eleven. So that's 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 a victory, right? Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Win's a win. <laughs> a win is a win. Um so Let's let's turn the corner a little bit because um, we've got another big week, um, you know, two and two on the week with with two big wins. Um, and now we've got to turn the turn the corner um, for uh, for what will be uh, another challenging week. This schedule um, pulling the data, the current data, just to make sure I have it right. Uh, this this schedule that that the staff put together is uh, strength of schedule currently at seven. Um, if you break it out just by non-conference, it's actually an SOS of three. Um, so fans that are, you know, you know, thinking about the, the type of competition that we're playing, we're, I mean, we've got one of the best schedules in the country. There's no doubt about that. And that's not going to get, um, any easier in the midweek either. Um, when we, um, we are going to be playing Gardner Webb, uh, who's coming in 15 and eight. Um, you know, it might be one of those games where you say, oh, well, you know, Garden Webb. But, um, you know, I know you, you mentioned earlier that uh, you guys have been doing some scouting for tomorrow night. Um, what can you tell us to expect out of Garden Webb um, rolling into the haze tomorrow? Yeah, I mean, they're a scrappy team. Um, they're good. They're playing well right now. Um, you know, and if you know anything about college baseball, like having momentum on your side is a really important thing. Um, and so that's something to take into account for sure. Um, you know, like, I mean, they're a good team. They're a good team and they, they're going to hit throughout the lineup. Um, they're going to run a good amount. Um, so we're going to have to do a good job of controlling the running game and, you know, getting ahead and making quality pitches with two strikes. Um, and, you know, we've done a good job of that the last, you know, few days, um, especially with Dallas Baptist who runs a ton. Um, so, you know, I think we're, we're more than ready, um, and it's going to be a good one for sure. So um, I'm looking forward to it. And we got um, – I just saw the game notes. Looks like we're going with Kramer on the mound again for the midweek. Mm -hmm. um, guy we have a lot of confidence in. Seems like uh, be a good good spot for him tomorrow at the Hayes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's, uh, he's ready to go for sure. So, um, you know, expecting another good one out of him and uh, whoever else comes in the game after him. Just grabbing a quick look at the schedule. I'm assuming that game is going to be on ESPN Plus for you tomorrow night. Um, yeah. Yes, it is. 
yeah. Um, so tomorrow night, six o'clock, uh, ESPN plus, but better way to do it. Is just go to the haze, um, come <laughs> out and it's a Tuesday night. I mean, why not come yep. out to the park, maybe grab a cold one. Um, let's, and- let's see if any promos are tomorrow. Let's check the promo schedule. Oh, Kevin, I don't know if you know this, Mike, but Kevin is Mr. Promotional Schedule. He's- oh, <laughs> there's nothing, nothing listed on the promo schedule. So it's okay, just nothing on the promo schedule. He's all over that. Though. You get to see wow. Niner, but ba- you get to see Niner baseball and you get to see Colin Kramer show up tomorrow. So that's your, that's your enticement to go to see the, to the haze tomorrow. I'm not sure what <laughs> else you could want. If, if that doesn't, if that doesn't get you out, I don't, I don't know what, but if you're not able to make it, check us out on, on ESPN plus. Um, now, um, and, and coach, we're going to get your comment on the weekend coming up. Um, but I'm, I'm going to do some good news, bad news with everybody. Um, the, the good news is, is the Niners are playing baseball this weekend. In fact, we're playing at UAB. Uh, the only bad news I have to offer you is that we're planning that, that the games are being broadcast on conference USA TV. Um, I, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> um, there's, there's just a few weekends left. We've, we've migrated so much over there. There's just a few weekends left of Conference USA TV. Yeah, about $20 um, more. Dollars. $20 more dollars and we'll get through the season. About $20 more dollars worth, and, and you'll be done with Conference USA TV forever, and we'll just be on ESPN Plus in the American. Um, I, I think we've – I don't remember if we've mentioned this before, but if, if not, it's worth saying again. Uh, kudos to our, uh, our, our athletic department getting our games – on ESPN plus. In fact, they did, they did something that a lot of people aren't able to do yet this weekend or haven't figured out how to do yet uh, at our level is uh, both baseball and softball were being broadcast on ESPN plus at the same time. Um, that's, that's big time. That's, you know, that that's what big schools do. Right. So um, just, just cut out. What's Not that? Virginia Tech. Not Virginia Tech. They don't do that. Well, that's true. Not Virginia Tech. So, you know, we're, we're actually ahead of some P5 programs on this stuff. So kudos to our AD for making that happen. So we, we do have this series coming up. It's, it's Friday, Friday night, 6 o'clock, uh, Saturday at 3, uh, and then Sunday at 2 down in Birmingham. Um, this, this, will be, uh, this will be an important matchup as all league, uh, league matchups are. Um, I, I guess the best way to put it, Coach, and if you got the scout on on UAB, is they're they're not exactly having the the kind of season that they would like to be having at this point. But they'd love nothing better than to turn it around against us. So uh, we got to make sure that doesn't happen. Right, right, yeah. I mean, that's kind of you know, I'm sure I'm sure some teams would have been saying the same stuff about us, you know, before we got mm-hmm. into conference play, um, and so you know. A conference weekend series away, um, conference weekend series, or really any weekend series in general, you know, it's never to be taken lightly no matter the opponent. No. Um, you know, you have three games to play and, you know, you have to stay locked in no matter what. Um, and, you know, like, they're still a good program. Um, they are a good program. And, you know, we have to play our best baseball. Like, you know, it's just as simple as that, you know, regardless of whoever they are, right? So it's kind of um, whatever we need to do to prepare our guys as good as we can this entire week to, you know, be ready for our trip down to Alabama and just be ready to go. 
Kevin, just looking at it there, uh, UAB is, is presently seven and 16, two and four in the league. Um, let's see, let's see who they got midweek. I can get you that. We can effort that. Okay. I think it's uh, Jackson state. You uh, are correct. Jackson, They're playing Jacksonville, Jackson, state. Jacksonville state tomorrow night. Uh, so we're, we're playing garden web. They're playing Jacksonville state. Um, and is that, nah, I'm going to mess up. Who's, who's joining conference USA next year. I think they might be. They might be. Yeah. I don't even know. I I think that might might be. be. Not that we care because we'll be long gone, but (laughs) (laughs) they have a midweek against Jacksonville state. uh, At the same time, we have ours against um, ours against garden web, and then we'll get together uh, this weekend. So um, it's been a long time since we played down there in, in in Birmingham. In fact, uh, I think it's the first time this coaching staff has, uh, has been down to played at Birmingham. Because uh, last time we played down there, we had to play at a high school because uh, they had turf field and and the uh, UAB had a um, UAB didn't have turf, so they had to get these games in. So they moved it to a high school field where that had turf, and um, hopefully we'll have to do that again. I think they got artificial turf installed this year. So um, first trip yeah, out. It was, it was like a huge. Huge storm system had come through, right? And did and it flooded their field or something like that? Something like that. It was something crazy. And it was last I think it was the last weekend of the season. So they had to they had to get the games in somehow. So that's why they they moved it over there. Um but is have you been have you been out to, to Birmingham before, Coach? I've not. I've not. So I'm pretty excited for this. Yeah, they've got um yeah, we've got them six times this year. So we didn't, we haven't played them at Birmingham since 2019, but um, we're going to get them six times in our final season in Conference USA. They are also coming with us to the mm-hmm. AAC uh, next year. So um, I think they may have been – we may have played them the most out of uh, – because we when we started baseball, we were in the same conference with, with UAB. So we played them. Quite a few times, um, I think 60, uh, 66 times we played UABs in the, in the history. So uh, programs that are, we are familiar with, and um, we're going to keep playing them in the future too. Yeah, it was. Uh, it's probably UAB, and then um, we've got a we've got a long history with South Florida too, which will resume because um, we've been we've been playing South Florida since the seventies in early eighties. So, um, you're right. We've got a long history with them. Um, just taking a look here. Um, some of the matchups this weekend, kind of some, just kind of some interesting conference USA stuff. Obviously here on this show, we're mo- most interested in who the Niners are playing, but, um, Dallas Baptist visiting Louisiana tech. That's going to be kind of an interesting matchup for, for Niner fans to watch. The two teams that we've played are now going to play each other. Um, Charlotte UAB, obviously, um san antonio is hosting western kentucky san antonio is the team to to watch um kind of interesting and and coach o will have nothing to comment about this because that's the next opponent but um you know the, san antonio is sitting on top of the standings are always so good and always so tough and they're sitting on top of the standings again so and then we've got them coming in after after we visit uab so that's worth watching um kind of another fun series uh uh, Rice is going to FAU. 
Rice is Rice is putting together a, a season so far, Kevin. Um, we we talk we have the Rice conversation every year, and I don't think it's time to have the Rice conversation quite yet. But um, they're looking like a much improved ball club over what we've seen from them the last couple of years. Right. Um, they're they're twelve and twelve. They they play a hard schedule every year. Um, similar situation to us. They played a we played a hard schedule. They played a hard schedule. They're around five hundred. Um, in conference, they they started out four and two. So um, everybody's kind of been waiting for them to turn the corner as a program, and uh, looks like they may have have turned the corner a little bit here in the early goings of this season. Um, so, interesting to see them down the road. Uh, I don't think we 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 go there, we go there, and then the tournaments there. So um, we'll see plenty of them l- later in the season. Yeah, absolutely. And the last matchup on the docket for Conference USA this week is FIU at Middle Tennessee, but whatever. <laughs> so, <laughs> looking at um, looking at the at the week ahead, it's going to be another interesting challenge for the Niners. Um, just got to get through get through this Tuesday night game, get another dub, keep that momentum going. Because, Coach, you talk about momentum. And I, I got to say, and just this is just sort of a general comment, but um, you really feel like with the Niners, with all the work you guys have done, you're playing your best baseball right now. And uh, I, I know, you know, you've got a different perspective, what you're feeling down there in the dugout, but feels like there feels like the momentum's real right now. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's, um, I think it's kind of like one of those things where it's like, you know, if you want to look at like hitting pitching and defense as like three separate factors, like we've shown flashes, Mm -hmm. um, you know, of hitting at first and then it was the pitching and then the defense. And it's like, you know, we're starting to kind of just put it together. Um, and we couldn't be doing it better at like doing it at the better time than right now. Um, and you know, it just like, I think the guys are like getting it too. Like they feel it, you know, it's, uh, like you know college baseball momentum just kind of go hand in hand and like when it's on your side like it's the best thing ever um and when it's away from you you try your absolute best to get it back on your side um and you know i think we got i think we got some underneath us um and i think the guys feel it and i think the guys know it and you know you know momentum aside i think we just we know how good we can be um we know how good we are and we know how tough we are too, you know, like we're not, we're not just talented, but like we're a pretty resilient bunch. Um, and, you know, I think you're going to see a lot more of that, you know, just moving forward now from, you know, now until, you know, the end of the season. So a, a couple of comments coming in one producer, Brad, uh, efforted the, uh, that, that Jacksonville state Kevin is indeed, joining conference usa after we exit it's going to be fiu jacksonville state liberty louisiana tech middle tennessee new mexico state sam houston state utep and western kentucky in conference usa um and we'll be off to the american so but you know whatever uh great comment coming in here um <laughs> for the trip to uab uh hoping that the bus has a brand new battery <laughs> 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 so yeah Cur- yeah curious to get your take on the on that that story uh michael did you have to wear did you have man, to wear was, uh, red cleats red yeah shoes did you end up wearing socks? your own shoes 
Yeah, I did. Well, I did. Luckily, yeah. The coaches, the coaches ended up being fine. Um, yeah, that was crazy. I don't think that was like. It just felt, you know, very junior college, um, in like the best way possible. You know, just like, just the most like insane circumstances at like the last minute. You know, like bus breaking down Sunday, all of our gear is at the bottom of the bus, and we can't open it. Like. I mean, like, of course, and we're traveling that day. <laughs> like, it just, it was kind of just one of those things where, like, you couldn't, you can't do anything but, like, laugh. Um, like, who knows? Maybe that, like, helped us win, you know? Like, I think the guys were pretty, like, loose about it. Like, it was, it was a cold morning. Like, our bus wasn't working. We were wearing red or blue cleats, like, using the opponent's batting gloves. And, you know, we won uh, and took the series. Like, um, it's just kind of one of those things. Um, but yeah, it's definitely an experience I won't forget. And I don't think the guys will forget either. Yeah. I guess it's um, pretty easy to feel like you don't have a whole lot to lose when you're not even wearing your own shoes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Before we, Shout we, out before to we uh, get... Louisiana Tech too. That was, uh, that was really nice of them for lending, lending their gear. Um, or else yeah. a lot of guys have been playing in gym shoes and turfs. So. Yeah. For the record, Coach, uh, we did we did contact uh, or, or we attempted to contact them and ask them how much they wanted for those cleats, and we they wouldn't give us a price. So we we, we were trying to buy them. Oh, Coach, real quick before we before we get out of here, I, I was just curious. Um, biggest difference uh, between last year as a player and and with these teammates, and then jumping jumping across to being a coach now and, and a kind of a mentor to those. You, you were probably in a mentorship role also last year, being an older guy and uh, having a lot of experience on the mound at uh, um, different colleges. Talk a little bit about the biggest difference from last year's role to this year's role, in, in your opinion. Yeah. Um, honestly, I think it was like, you know, I think, yes, almost by like default, when you're an older guy, you know, guys are going to look up to you. Um, and that was an important responsibility to have. But I would say like the biggest difference between being a player and being a coach now is like, as a player, like no matter what, you know, you like, you're always going to have so much focus, so much effort into how, how to make yourself better. Um, you know, just like innately, you're going to have that. And that was, you know, that was my focus since I started playing. Um, and especially since, you know, I started getting recruited or whatnot in college baseball. And that was my focus was like, it was maybe selfishly a little bit centered around, you know, how can I get better? Um, versus now, like, you know, the only difference is like that whole focus has shifted onto the players. And it's like, how can the players get better? How can I make the pitching staff better? How can I make these individuals, you know, just better? Um, and, you know, I think like one of the pleasant surprises of coaching is like, it's kind of made me just like a happier person, I think, because it kind of makes me get out of myself and not worry so much about how I can get better as a player, but like how I can help like other people get better. Um, and just like, you know, kind of building relationships and being on this side and, you know, um, learning and also just trying to do stuff that I knew that I would have wanted as a player. Um, 
it's been really fulfilling and just I really couldn't ask for you know a better group of players and a better coaching staff to be a part of you know my first year coaching so um yeah that's uh it's been amazing so far so well coach uh we here at diamond out report think that you have a a very long and prosperous career ahead of you in baseball for as long as you want it so you just keep doing what you're doing and we're glad you're doing it for us um we're gonna we're, we're gonna let you get out of here but first what you got on back there is is that is that mlb network back there you know actually i uh i'm in the lobby of my apartment right now uh and so i think it's mlb network but i actually did not have that on uh when i came down here so i think somebody i think it's just kind of just mere luck um <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I'm, glad, I'm actually glad you realized. I honestly did not even realize the TV was on back there. So, like, it could have been something, like, incredibly inappropriate or something. So, <laughs> this actually works out. This works out great. It, uh, works with, it, it works with our theme. It works with our theme well. So, good job, yeah, whoever did that. Honestly, that is the best background of anybody that's been on here, including us. I mean, you've had baseball yeah. playing this whole time. I mean, it was <laughs> – That's, that worked that's well. great, so, man. Yeah. Thank God. It did. <laughs> you glad it wasn't on Cinemax? <laughs> we we would have let you know. We would have let you know. Maybe. <laughs> all right, folks. Let's let's put a let, let's put this one in the can. Uh, we are all out of time for this week. Look for this podcast wherever you find your podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure to subscribe in order to be notified of new content. You can also find Diamond Niner Report on social media. We do Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, but never TikTok. Reach out anytime you'd like. We love hearing from you. If you're old fashioned like us, just just say hello at the ballpark, like tomorrow night. For Kevin, producer Brad, and Coach O, this has been Nick. We'll see you at the Hayes. See you guys.